<clears throat> Welcome back to Talking Sack. It is our post-Thanksgiving episode. Uh, Liz, how was your great pandemic Thanksgiving? It was excellent. I had eight bowls of mush and some vodka. Mm. I uh, I don't know whether uh, I should be happy for you about that or not. So I enjoyed it. You, what is is mush just what you call the food, or uh, is there like a specific food that you eat called the mush? You know the, the mush that you put in the turkey. Oh, you had stuffing. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, or Ar- Ariana flakes, as the kids call it. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> do you do you call it stuffing or dressing? I know people were having heated debates over it on the internet for no yeah, reason. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, I call it stuffing and. The thing is, I feel like dressing is wetter. I yeah. Don't I don't really care. I, I just know, like, I usually just call it stuffing if it's inside the bird and dressing if it's not. Mm. I but. literally do not care. I basically hadn't, I hadn't heard dressing much um, just in a usage much. Of, and honestly, uh Two NASCAR podcasts I listened to used that. I was like, hey, I know that word. Yeah. I don't know. The Midwest is weird and people call different things different things all the time yeah. for, for no reason whatsoever. So yeah. I just go no, with the better, better than uh, parts of the country where literally any number of ingredients mixed together is a salad. Yeah, the South is weird. Yeah. Like a nice uh, hot dog trifle. I, I don't know. I, I saw there's like the the couple bad Thanksgiving things I've seen was one. It was like a hot dog salad or something. I don't remember. Right. And then uh, the avocado mac and cheese uh, made me want to delete the app almost. Yeah. that That's a thing you feed to a toddler to make them poop. Yeah. That, that was vile looking. I don't. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Uh, what is your... I, did you do any uh, Black Friday shopping this year? Um, honestly, uh, not in person. Uh, we were mm. very busy at the uh, gun store, so mm. I couldn't <laughs> go out. And uh, yeah. Um, do you have any could, great great deals at the gun store? <laughs> we sure do, but only for uh, card carrying members of Antifa. Mm. There was a there was a meme I saw a while back that was like. Uh, all boxes of ammo or 9-11 uh, to celebrate <laughs> our country or something. And I was just like, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> like, that's too, I don't even know if that's how much, I don't know how cheap ammo is, but <laughs> also the 9-11 joke, but I, it's, it's 2020. I think 9-11 right. is okay to make fun of. <laughs> you better hope a, so, buddy. It was a weird thing this weekend where people were getting like, upset about making fun of Eric Clapton's kid or whatever. And but like people <laughs> make fun of like nine eleven or wrestling Twitter makes fun of Chris Benoit a lot. And right. I know like Eric Clapton didn't kill his kid, but <laughs> like maybe he should have. Uh, Eric Clapton's also not a good person. Even no, though his kid, you... he, even though his kid didn't deserve to die, Eric Clapton is not a good person. Right. Nobody uh defended the exact same people are all Hunter Biden truthers, too. So, <laughs> a lot of the same people. So, it's like, okay, well, you know who didn't deserve their kid to die? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. And he's left, with, he's left with the dumb one? 
Yeah, he's had multiple kids die too. Yeah, and they're yeah. white. You don't hear you don't hear a lot about Hunter Biden since the election was over. Makes you think. <laughs> Makes you think. Well, you do, but only from people who may or may not exist. That's yeah, it. it's it's uh, Gary V eight six 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 eight seven seven. Oh, yeah, with Twitter a picture of American flag, and <laughs> and that, it's like that point, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, it like it could just be some old dude who just discovered what Twitter is, or it yeah. could be uh, uh, just a bot. It, it's most likely yeah. a bot. But... Well, it's not. It's not really a bot. There's a person there, but it's you know, a sock puppet. Yeah, that they what... just post it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a randomly generated account that a yeah. person who barely speaks English can type on. Yeah. Exactly. They might they might even be from America. They just barely speak English. Yeah. Hell, that's more likely true. That's one reason it's so hard to tell is that yeah. you know, most people on Facebook are real and it's just like, oh uh, you could you can you can tell who the like real fake bots are mm-hmm. because they um they post the same things over and over. Uh or there's like and, those ones accounts that just like totally, will follow them. Yeah. Just say, hey, follow me, or they uh, just post the same, like, ten jokes over and over, or, like, mm-hmm. who likes the president? Retweet if you agree. Um, <laughs> you see less of that now, and you see another thing is that a lot of people who are foreign identify themselves as that now. But So they'll have an Indian flag in their, um, you know, profile. It's an Indian dude. In front of the Taj Mahal, and it'll be like, uh, Donald Trump is our best president ever. It's just like, <laughs> what? He's like, I don't know what's going on. You should probably yeah. knock that off. <laughs> yeah, do something different. <laughs> I don't know. It's ever, like, I'm really glad that, like, now that the election's over, there's a lot less, like, random political accounts just popping up everywhere. But <laughs> the discourse isn't better. It's just not as, <laughs> it's just not yeah. as, like, thick. Right, and it might get really bad. That's mm. still on the table. It's getting less likely because, like, they're actually kind of letting Biden be president. But we'll see. We'll see how Trump reacts when it, there actually is no way out. That's the. Yeah, we got uh, like fourteen days or something. Yeah, until the the electoral college. So that could get fun. Hope no I... one takes them hostage. That would be crazy. If anything, the jokes will be funny. I don't know. Like pe- people are very certain, though. I-, I went to a gas station the other day, and there was this old dude like in the corner, and he was talking about how like uh, Trump's going to be in office by January. You just got to wait. And like, <laughs> I-, I feel bad for the gas station employee or whatever because they like they can't say anything yeah. back or whatever. <laughs> so they're right. just trying to stop the show. Yeah. Like, some know, guys man. just ranting about Fox News. And he's like, yeah, America's going to get better over the next four years because Trump's finally going to get in there and finally get to do what he wants to do. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not that's not how that works at all, unfortunately. That's not, and that's <laughs> also not an insane thing to say. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy who lost the election by yeah, know, just the most giant, votes ever. Yeah. Just giant leaps of logic just because you, you cannot accept the outcome. I can't wait for the Bears to lose tomorrow, and I'm just on Twitter the entire day talking about how the Bears actually won, and this was all just a, a fake, yeah, uh, fake simulation. Stop the count. 
Stop it. You saw that uh, Washington football tweet. That was a good tweet. Yeah, and you that might actually be like the one prediction you got right was the football team. I get all of my predictions right. Uh, At least the ones I remember. I haven't went back and looked at it, but I, you picked uh, the Lions to win the NFC North. Uh, that is I, true. Which that was a joke, I believe, but still not not a great look. Uh, you yeah, picked the football I mean, team. it was mostly just to troll you. That's true, and it, it worked honestly, but it, it was it was kind of funny. And the Lions just fired their coach today, so yeah, they should out. be better. He's by he was by far the worst part of the whole deal. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they're pretty good. They play the Bears next week, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. But, I mean, I don't know. The, the Lions have always been kind of okay, at least this year. Like, I don't know what happened. There's, like, three or four games they've played where they only, they lost, like, the last second. <laughs> right, in incredibly stupid ways. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they should be, like, realistically, like, f- like five and five or six and four. Yeah, but, yeah they and with and with as good as much talent as they have, but it's just poor, it's just poor coaching, really. Yeah. And they'll hire the another New England coach next year. They'll Josh That's McDaniel something. will have a job again. <laughs> I don't think he's going to the Lions. <laughs> if he I, turned down the Colts, I don't think he's going to the Lions. Uh, I mean, I don't know what teams are open next year. You got the Bears, probably. I don't know how long the Matt Nagy experience will last for me. Uh huh. Uh, what other teams fired their coaches? <laughs> I don't really remember off the top of my head, but yeah, may- maybe uh-huh. I'll go somewhere. Uh, do you think Adam Gase will have a job after this year? No, no, no I don't. I, think God, I, so. hope not. I feel really bad for the Jets, oh, the, the Falcons and the Texans, yeah. the two. Yeah, uh, you, Houston would be a good one mm-hmm. for him. I feel like McDaniels could do some stuff there. I feel like if you get, but the thing is, uh, one thing I like in Houston is they are the team most certain to be like, hey, let's separate the GM and coach role forever now. Uh, They've learned their lesson on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's one of those things when it works, it tends to work spectacularly, but when it goes bad, it goes real bad. And when McDaniels had... Uh, oversight of the team. He traded uh, Jay Cutler for pennies. So, true. At the height, at the height of his value. So, and they got Kyle Orton out of it though. So I don't know. I think yeah. you, uh, I think you got the fair end of this. I feel like you got a good shake on that one. So. Through the first half of that first season, Kyle Orton was basically the best quarterback in football. <laughs> and then he hurt his ankle, and it just wasn't the same. <laughs> Yeah, and speaking of Broncos quarterbacks, oh yeah, there all of them are guys. sick. <laughs> well, all of them are maybe sick. Uh, at least they at have least to one be one confirmed sick. Everyone else yeah. is uh, under protocol. <laughs> yeah, they have to. Um, they they are contact traced out mm. and have to have to sit out. So uh, great, I might watch the Broncos game tomorrow uh, just because I feel like it'd be a very fun game to watch. <laughs> Well, the quarterback is a uh, is going to be. It sounds like a uh, he was the punt returner slash uh, wideout, and he played QB at Wake for three years. Mm. Sounds so, fun. He has about as much quarterback talent as Taysom Hill, then probably. So well, even Taysom game. Hill, Taysom Hill got uh, three hundred yards or whatever last week. So 
yeah. some so, respect on his name. I, I apologize. Sean Payton is a very good coach. I don't think Taysom Hill He's a wildly coach. good coach. He's such a good coach, he has to remind us by doing weird shit like this. Like, Taysom Mill wasn't even throwing the ball well. He was just pl- he just plugged him into the uh, Drew Brees can't throw offense that they've been running for the past two years. Right. So. If he if he could just throw deep, like if the thing is if he is if that offense were run for you know uh, I don't know someone who could throw deep because Taysom can't throw it's very weird he can't throw it long and you feel like that would be a strong suit that was Tebow's strong suit yeah it's almost like the Saints don't have a backup who can throw the ball far or anything That's weird well I think the thing is they don't care no they don't. <laughs> Taysom Hill is their pet project uh, quarterback. They gave $20 million, and Jameis Winston's their right. uh, million-dollar-a-year uh, fail-safe. So. Right. Hey, it's working to this point. So. I mean, yeah, and they're not probably going to lose this week, so they don't really have any reason to unless for some reason their offense stalls out because the Broncos' defense is kind of good at some points. I mean, Vic, Vic Fangio can scheme a defense when he wants to. I'm not sure. Yeah, when. and Simmons is an absolute stud. So mm-hmm. The offense is going to be very interesting. It'll be a lot of gadget plays, but <laughs> I will definitely uh, be looking forward to it. It'll be fun to watch. It went from, like, I wasn't going to watch the game much uh, to appointment viewing now. <laughs> yeah, it's it- a... Yeah, it's going to be very rare that Taysom Hill is the best quarterback on the field at any given point. But Right. Well, you know, it's been through the one game he started, so. <laughs> that's that's rough. <laughs> he's undefeated as a starter, bro. You think he's a better quarterback than Matt Ryan, or, or are you just going based off the stats they had in that one game? One game. On the, on the day, he was the best quarterback. Well, that's fair. Also, the Falcons' offense is still pretty shit, but I, pretty I, I understand. It's very, it's very Julio based, and that's yeah. not working at the moment. So, uh, Dirk Dirk Cutter is not a great play caller. No. Ah, uh, well, what you gonna do? Uh, nothing. Nothing makes me more angry than a bad offense. But right, I continue to watch the Bears for the rest of my life, so mm. I'll get used to it. Mm. Uh, Things that make you mad, uh, specifically, are the Grammys. Very uh, angry. Super, super upset. You've been talking about it all week, just fuming. Uh, I will I will let you say your piece on the Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys are bullshit. And mm-hmm. this year, this year, they, they didn't nominate, uh, you know what did not get nominated for record of the year? Uh, Blinding of- Lights. Like yeah. weekend. Wasn't that after oh like song of the year? Yeah, and record record of the year is the best song. And song of the oh, year is yeah, the that's best right. song. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot how the Grammys worked. I thought we meant like album, but yeah, No, that's, that's album of hours. the year. Yeah, I forgot that those are different things. It doesn't make sense to me. It does it, well, it does if you know anything about anything. Well, like I guess, but like in my head, like a record is a full like album. But I, I get, well, I get. Not in the past, so think about that. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. I just I don't know why there's two best song categories. Also, one is for production overall production. It's like director versus uh, okay. movie, basically. Um, I, okay, you're you're right. You're right. I'm I'm I am stupid, but yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I anyway, agree. anyway, I, very yeah. angry. And you mm-hmm. know what makes me most frustrated about it is if you look at the songs, every one of them, it's like, oh, yeah, that probably should be nominated. But they have this crazy window. So you know what song is nominated for best record of the year this year? Uh, no, I, I, I forgot immediately who was on the list. Circles by Bruce oh, Malone. Yeah. That's an old ass song, dude. Yeah, it's I know. It's been out forever. I don't think the best song on the list, to my mind, isn't eligible because it came out last July. Yeah, I, I think it's really weird. They like start uh, eligibility like August of the year prior. Right. And end it like November of this year. It's very strange. So yeah. it just it it there's no reason for them to be competing. So, you know, if you go down the list, every song is like, oh, yeah, that that makes sense. It would be not nominated, but there's no reason for Blind Lights and uh, Circles to be competing. You know, they're just they're two different years. <laughs> it's just it's absurd. They're not only are there two different years, there are two different musical time periods. That is true. Uh, there, there is some good like songs this year. It's just that like overall, like I think everyone felt like it was very lackluster. Well, uh, I, I, no one, no one will say who they think shouldn't have been nominated, but everyone, including me, thinks the weekend got shafted. Well, yeah, that's the, obvious. This is this is the obvious year that he should. In tradition, he should have won ten Grammys this year for he just just swept everything, and you know this, this sort of album. But guess that's not what they like anymore. The other thing is they didn't even go for some of the other stuff that you would assume they would like, like the uh, um, the High Woman only got like one nomination. Kelsey Ballerini got zero. Um, mm-hmm. It just, it, it just random generator and BTS got like three, but eh. maybe they they might win. That's a possibility that Dynamite will win. I think it'll be Black Puma, but I mean, yeah, good, good for good for BTS. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I was looking through the albums. Like I don't think I've listened to any of the albums that were nominated. No, the albums are all eclectic. Bullshit. They didn't nominate uh Fiona Apple didn't get nominated. Um I guess Pop I heard Smoke. I, I did hear Future Nostalgia. That's the one I heard. <laughs> that that's a that's a pretty good album, but it's not it's anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, what what they traditionally do is honor the biggest songs. Yeah. You know, Adele sold a billion records and won a billion Grammys. And the biggest song of the last 28 months was uh, Blind Lights. Yeah. Just... Biggest song since Old Town Road. So, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I didn't even hear the Black Parade song by Beyonce. I don't even know when that came out. It came, it's, it's weird that this has been a year so wild that a um, Beyonce, like, protest song can be like a minor hit. Not uh, mo- formation was the one of the biggest songs the year that came out. Mm-hmm. 
And it's weird. It's funny that just, you know, it just for whatever reason, because of something, things going on, it just didn't. I'm also upset that like the song Roddy Rich got nominated for was a the baby feature and not the box. They they can't nominate the vagina song, man. They should. They should though. It's up for best rap song. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, it's it's whatever. I hope Dua Lipa wins that category, and I hope Dua Lipa wins every Grammy possible. I <laughs> so do I, and I hope that uh, we get invited to the after parties, dude. I, yeah, we we ask her to DM her every time. It's hasn't happened yet, but I think I think this is the, this is the Grammy night. Damn right, we got messed up. <laughs> uh, real question though, did you know Coldplay released an album within the last year before the nominations came out? <laughs> no, I mean I guess I had heard them a little on rock radio, but they seem like a band who just is always releasing singles. So it's like, who cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess that album came out over a year ago now. Yeah, but that's like... what's bullshit, man. Like, this is exactly what happened when um, Pimp a Butterfly was up against 1989. They came out like 11 months apart or something. It's just like that's of a totally different. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. there's just a lot of weird things like the and the one that got everyone not everyone but a lot of people like upset or like made fun of was the the rap album category which <laughs> i don't I, it it was just like a bunch of like 40 year old dudes who got into a room and just nominated what they listened to instead of like right. the actual big biggest right. or best rap albums <laughs> yeah i had only heard one of those it was alfredo the other four i had not heard at all I right. I hadn't even heard of D Smoke the artist until that nomination. Right. And I it's, heard that it was just because of a Netflix thing. I don't know. But uh, yeah. It, I mean, and you know, like I don't know. There are there are a lot of there was a lot of good music over the last year and some of it is nominated, but a lot of it isn't. So but it doesn't again, it doesn't matter. It's just what idiot record producers uh think. So it's the it's by far the least representative, of, yeah, of the awards. Like the Oscar, mo- uh, you know, if you look back at it, it's like, hey, okay, you get it. But a lot mm-hmm. of the, oh, I mean, the the most popular, the song that won all the Grammys in like nineteen sixty nine was like some bullshit, you know. So who cares? Yeah, when like twenty years from now, I don't know if any of the things nominated are going to be what people talk about. So, no, uh, well, other than Dua Lipa, yeah, I mean, Dua Lipa's transcendent. Yeah. So, I will be talking about Dua Lipa to my grandkids as uh-huh. this is a huge moment in history for us all. Uh-huh. Dua Lipa, yeah, Dua Lipa in general. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, just you, you brought up the Oscars. Uh, I don't know how they're really gonna do the Oscars this year because I don't even I don't know how many movies actually came out. There's probably a lot well, more than what I realized, but they they allow streaming, so uh, so I mean year, you don't need any sort of theatrical release. But I I have no idea what might be nominated or you know what even. Yeah, I don't know what's even nominated. considered like a good movie this year. So I boy, mean, Borat Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, Tenant, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was the best movie I saw this year. Yeah, like the only movies I've seen this year are like Birds of Prey, Sonic, Money Money Plane, 
Money plane. Money plane. <laughs> Money plane best picture. Yeah, I saw the main the main event that uh, WWE kids movie. That was okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess like I don't know like there's like there's they keep pushing back like all the movies that were supposed to be out in theaters yeah. this year because for obvious reasons and they want right. to make money off of the movie. But right. like yeah, I can't name any movies. It'll be interesting because I mean the Oscars aren't until like the middle of spring, February usually, yeah. or I guess yeah February. I was thinking like April, but yeah. No, it's February, February. March. So we'll get nominations within like a month or so. So yeah, probably. yeah, in January usually. Yeah. Yeah be coming up so it'll be interesting yeah i, I forgot tenant even came out yeah i don't i don't remember like what what their cutoff is so i don't know there's it's, some per- it's uh 12 31 the end of the year oh yeah that makes sense yeah they, at least oscars does it correctly right <laughs> makes so, yeah. the most sense yeah i really have no idea what even came out this year i could look it up but yeah movies 2020 uh, it's just Borat, uh, Tenet, yep. uh, The Gentleman. I have no idea what that is. That was like some uh, Guy Ritchie bullshit, I think. Uh, yeah. The Call of the Wild, the like weird Harrison yeah. Ford movie with the animated dog. Yeah. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Good for them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I haven't really heard of any of these movies. I, I really only watch, like, stuff that's on Netflix just because, like, it's I'm there. bored, I'm in my house, and yeah, that's what I have. And I'm not leaving my house to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Tenet made a lot of money, like, Relative. re- relatively, but yeah. it made, like, $300 million or something, which is mm. really good. Yeah, considering. Yeah, I don't know, I think... I mean, they might sweep the Oscars. I don't know what other, like... Uh, there's almost no other prestige film, so... Yeah, there isn't even, like, any indie darling movies I'm hearing people talk about this year, so... No. All the movies I hear people talk about are through the, like, one uh, movie bracket thing some of film Twitter talks about or whatever, and... Right. Uh, like, the only movies anyone ever talks about are, like, movies that came out last year. <laughs> so. Right. I don't know. I, this year was really bad for film, I think, in general. Well, obviously. But, yeah, I, like, the, the medium and, like, the release of it is... Mm-hmm. And there's probably a ton of really good movies that came out this year, but I'm just a simple boy, and I'm not going to go search out things unless mm-hmm. I hear someone requested requested a ton, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. If, like, companies wanted to release things on streaming, that'd be better for people, I think, but... And and they started doing that a lot, like at the to- at the beginning of the pandemic, and then after a while, they're like, "We're not making any money, so we're just gonna right. push it and hope Mulan makes money on Disney Plus." <laughs> right. Well, I mean, uh, Wonder Woman's coming out on HBO Max same day. Awesome. I uh, when like when is that? December something. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I remember like we were they were still hoping to get it released in May, like back in March. So. Right. Yeah, I don't. At least it's better than like all the other movies did. Like the Chris Rock Saw movie got pushed back a whole year. The Halloween right. movie got pushed back a whole year. Batman got pushed back like a year and a half. Yeah, and a lot of stuff just stopped production too. Stuff that was supposed to come out next year. 
but yeah, it's understandable. It'll be a rough like get back going because of the pandemic. Whenever it finally yeah. ends, hopefully it ends. But <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. We'll get a probably we'll get a deluge of a ton of stuff like the middle of next year. Probably. Oh yeah, there'll be a huge content dump. Yeah, and then then I will wish that we were back in this time where I wasn't ha- having so much stuff to go pay attention to. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean the only things on right now are like the Mandalorian. <laughs> so, and I don't Queen's even... Gambit. Uh, yeah, I heard that's good. I haven't got around to watching that though. Yeah. I, chess uh, is stupid. Chess, chess is stupid, but I, I don't, I don't know. Everyone that watches the show says you don't even need to like no, chess. It's just really no. good, I guess. But... Yeah, yeah, it's good drama. Love me some drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, the King, I guess like, there was also a thing about the Godzilla King Kong movie being on HBO Max 2 next spring or whatever. Right. Do you think, do you think Godzilla or King Kong wins that? Uh, Godzilla. Mm. Yep, yep, that's a good, safe, safe he, pick. He's a mutant, mm, whereas he's like a god monster. As so. King Kong is just a big gorilla. What are you gonna yeah. do? He's king of the monsters, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a hard sell for you to convince me King Kong can beat Godzilla if in the yeah. last movie Godzilla beat like four monsters at once, and then one of them was a three-headed lightning dragon. So, right. I mean, it's it's a fun like selling point or whatever, and everyone's gonna be hyped for it. But like, if King Kong wins, I will burn the theater down that I'm in. Yeah. So I feel like it will get a no winner situation, and then Hellraiser will come out, and then like. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figure. It's gonna be like a giant kaiju monster thing, and that they'll have to fight. Ooh, and then uh, Hellraiser, and then yeah, Hell, Hellraiser for sure. <laughs> that's definitely yeah. That's that is the twist end boss is Hellraiser. <laughs> he comes out of the water and then pulls them both down. <laughs> that is yeah. That's great content, and I hope yeah. I hope King Kong wins. So. Against Hellraiser, uh, I, not, not against Godzilla. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, not a King Kong guy. I know in, like, the 60s one, King Kong won, but that was because America felt the need to protect the American creation or whatever. Right. So in the American release, King Kong won, and the Japanese release, I think they either tied or Godzilla won. I don't right. But, yeah, it was really, it was, it was just one of those things where they uh, valued nationalism over art. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I mean, sure, if I cared about America as much. Mm. <laughs> Big. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the thing that, so like last week after we got done recording, uh, the next day, uh, Gordon Hayward signed with the Charlotte Hornets for $20 million a year for four years. <laughs> that is true. He did do that. Uh, just insane. I don't know what Michael Jordan's doing. Um, Trying Some... to win basketball games. Is is that the move you would take? <laughs> well, it depends on if the man is healthy. So no. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I I also I don't know. I don't really like Gordon Hayward all that much. I liked him well, when he was in Utah, but like I guess he he's been hurt since then, so I don't know. Yeah, he's missed half of the available games. So <laughs> it's just like we we have no idea if if he's as good as he can be. The team should be good. If he's not, they won't be. I mean, they have a ton of young players. It's just that they have like so many albatross contracts on the well, team. They, it's just 
Batum and maybe, I guess, Hayward if he's not good. Uh, I thought there was, I guess, uh, there was another one I remember. I don't remember, I guess, if it got pushed through or not. I don't remember. They gave Plumlee, like, $15 million or something, and they gave Bismack Biombo like, $13 million, but I think that one's over. Plumlee's long gone, dude. I'm not, th- not Plumlee. I don't remember who I was thinking of, but uh-huh. I'll, I'll look it up. because I Zeller. It might be Zeller. I, yeah, it, it's I one mean, of the white Cody dudes. Zeller's on their team. So. Yeah, it's probably Zeller. It is one of the tall white dudes. Anyway, he's not paid that much in modern NBA dollars. So. That's true. And it's it's just kind of comparable because some people take like smaller contracts to be on teams. Yeah. Like Montrezl Harrell only took like $8 million a year. but Yeah. To be on the Lakers. Yeah, it's the Lakers. So He wants to win the championship. Yeah, understandable. Would you would you rather win a championship or get a, a, money. a, boat, a boatload? Yeah, money. Yeah, I feel like we talked about this in a previous episode, but yeah, probably. I would probably I would take the money. It kind of depends on the sport, but probably the money. Yeah, it was like a thing. It was like, would you rather be in the Hall of Fame and not win a ring, or win a ring and not be in the right. Hall of Fame or something? It was just like I don't really care that much about winning a ring. Like it's cool, but that's more of like a team thing. Yeah, but thing. it's also when you're in the league, you feel it more because you're in your team, yeah, you know, with your team all the time. And well, yeah, of course. Like I'm not, I'm not an NBA player. Like yeah, I obviously yeah. don't care if like <laughs> yeah. a, a certain player wins a ring as much because I'm not that player. But yeah, mm. it's it is understandable. Like, and if I played in the league, like if I was a good at a sport, I would probably want to win a championship. And I like, I would want, I like winning. Like that's not like a thing. Yeah. It's just that like. Would I rather have fifty million dollars or win the ring right. on the bench for the Lakers? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of that kind of thinking, John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we haven't talked about auto sports yet. That's true. So a NASCAR Cup driver, John Hunter Nemechek, has decided to drop down to the truck level to drive for Kyle Busch Motorsports of the Toyota outfit. What do you think of this, Jackson? Um, it is very interesting. Uh, I thought he did really well for a rookie last year in Especially on a shit team. Yeah, he was not... He didn't have the best car. Uh, but, like, it's... It's definitely a weird move, uh, but he's... I mean, if you want to win and you want to be super competitive and... The truck series is definitely a fun league right now, uh, and there's a lot of like young up and comers that'll definitely like be a challenge for him. But he's probably the best driver down there now. Just uh, it's him, it's him, Sheldon or Zane. Yeah, so I don't know, and he he he'll win a ton of races next year. You would think. Um, yeah, so I I I get it. He wants to be a hot cup prospect. Yeah, he'll, instead of being a cup driver <laughs> right well and you know the the thing was the front row gig he yeah, I mean, could have done the front row gig next year or yeah, yeah. he could this year he could drive truck and then in 2022 when there's a new car a bunch of new teams you know may, yeah, maybe maybe he gets a better ride it is understandable like it was it was also, it was definitely hurting his uh stock by being on a bad team and then he gets like the Eric Jones treatment but on a worse team where he's not performing very well so they right. <laughs> get rid of him for a rookie or something right and then like i i also feel bad for like Eric Jones cuz unless he like he's not Bubba Wallace name wise or whatever so he's not going to get like 
uh, a boost next year. So no, if he if but but if he drives well, you know maybe maybe I think I think one thing that might save him is one he's good friends with Bubba Wallace. Uh, that that seems to be helpful, and then also Trackhouse and um, twenty three eleven uh, have shown interest in having a second team. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if you know the guy they make the call to to be their second driver is Eric Jones. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and I mean, I don't know, like. He's going to be very mid-level next year just because RPM's cars are pretty shit. And he's he's a good driver. It's just that there's only so much you can do in RPM. Yeah. So. I mean, you'd, you'd expect similar results, maybe a little better than what Bubba did. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll do pretty well in, like, 20. super speed. Yeah, but short tracks will be pretty bad. So mm-hmm. just those, those, middle, those mid-tracks are the, are the issue. Super speedways... Where you can draft, it's and Chevys are super powerful. Good, uh, short tracks where it doesn't matter how fast you go, okay. Mm-hmm. But at like those mile and a half and things of that nature, it's always tough. One thing that will help them though is Eric Jones is quite a bit better of a road racer than Bubba Wallace, mm-hmm. and there are six road courses next year, and those are often times when, um those smaller teams can show out yeah. uh, front row had several of their best races this year at, um, at uh, road courses. And I think that's, that's possible again for, for a driver like uh, Eric Jones to, you know, maybe get a top 10 or even, even better than that at some of these courses yeah. uh, and, and the unified Chevy mm-hmm. engine. Yeah. I was going to say that. That'll be it'll be big. I think he'll do a little better, and I and it it's gonna suck if he does like a lot better than Bubba just because the motors get better, and then a bunch of people say that Bubba was just sandbagging or whatever. So. Right. Well, I mean, I we'll want Eric see, Jones we'll, to be good, but yeah, we'll see what Bubba can do. Yeah, whatever. Could be a lot better. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's good, what happened last year? If he's good in that twenty three eleven car, what happened last year doesn't matter at all. No. I mean, it, it also really Eric doesn't does. matter anyways so. no. Like no. they get a better about... engine and oh, eric yeah. is you know the other thing is i think eric's a better driver than bubba they're both <laughs> good drivers but eric is one of the best drivers in the series and so I don't got know. kind of unlucky last year and then yeah got shit canned you hate to see it yeah for another knows? driver is really good so you know I mean, yeah, I I don't think there's any, like, outwardly bad drivers within, like, the top, like, few teams or whatever. The top 35 cars are all, you know, driven by people who belong in the series. With, with, like, the last couple being, eh, but... Yeah, I mean, and even some of them, it's like, eh, if they're an okay car, like... Quinn doesn't really belong, James Davidson doesn't really belong, but... (laughs) Yeah, there was a there was a NASCAR tweet that said, "What is your uh, bold prediction for the next season? Do you have any super bold predictions two to three months out?" <laughs> Ooh, um, Chevy will win the manufacturers championship? Question mark. Bold. Bold. I uh, I put uh, I I quote tweeted it and I said Chase Briscoe will make the playoffs. 
That's a good one. Uh, I think that's a real possibility, especially because I feel like Stuart Haas wants to have a second car that's consistently good. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's possible. I mean, Cole Custer won a race last year in a worse car. Yeah. In in a worse car and it's a worse driver. Yep. It's uh, and, and I fully bl- and the fourteen car is really good. It was last year. They made the playoffs, even though Clint Boyer is a better driver. But yeah, he's but, also just more experienced. So yeah, and it, experience makes up a lot of it. But Chase won nine races in the Xfinity series this mm-hmm. year. That doesn't happen on accident. No, he didn't I, end up winning the title, but he he was the best driver. I mean, I'm not saying he'll make it very far in the playoffs. I think he can make top 16, though. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. No no doubt. I was um, I was going to say I think Ricky Stenhouse might make it back to the playoffs this year, but I, I didn't want to go that far. Yeah, right. He also has to actually officially sign on the dotted line, I think. I oh, don't he's, know who's he's a free agent right now. Technically, but no. I, don't, I don't know who's dri- who else would drive for JTG, so... Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know where he would go. Would he just go back down to Xfinity or something or just take the year off? He'd probably just hop in an Xfinity part-time ride, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I liked Ricky Stenhouse a lot a few years ago, and I don't know what happened to him, I guess. but He's just sort of stuck in that midfield. That's the issue. I feel like if if he had been given the 14 this year, you know, instead of Chase Briscoe or whatever, he could do well in it. But the series as a whole just looks at midfielders and kind of poo-poos them. In some ways, um, Bubba was lucky to kind of escape. Mm-hmm. I and, yeah, I do agree. And I, I mean, like the the forty-seven. I mean, John Hunter like, left. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, yeah, I guess if he didn't feel like he had any upward momentum, and I don't know if Stenhouse is the same thing, and. Yeah dominates Xfinity or does super well next year, then maybe a a team when someone retires, I don't know if maybe next year's Kurt Kurt Bush's last year or something like that. The 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 one car is open for someone, I don't know. But right. uh, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's tough, dude. It really is. There's sort of this weird mid mid pack that's very hard to hard to escape from. And it is funny to see people. Uh, another person who did that was Alex Bowman. He was a mid-pack driver. He left uh, being a mid-pack journeyman to be a um, junior motorsports, mm-hmm. and then got the Hendrick ride off of that. So it's not unprecedented for guys to step down from that, you know, second-tier rides into a low what is considered a lower series as a as a development plan yeah and i wouldn't be shocked if in like a year or two maybe three there's a big exodus of like the veteran drivers because there's a lot of them that are getting up closer to 40 even though people race into their 50s now but i mean jimmy johnson retired and but not from racing just nascar but well they use they used to race longer they it used to be more common for guy you know Morgan Shepard started a race at the age of seventy two or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I I I feel like you're you're right though that you know Kurt Busch is he can't have that much longer to go. Yeah. Um, Denny is turning forty. You feel like 
if he wins a championship, he's definitely done. He's already started this new business, so he's probably on the way out. Kevin Harvick is 44 years old. Um, so there, there are a lot of guys in that upper age. Yeah, most of the playoffs last year were, we're not most, like half the playoffs were probably older yeah. dudes. And, the and other half, half, was like, half was the super young guns. Like yeah. Bowman was like 25, was sort of in the middle. But mm-hmm. And like, I guess like Kislowski's 30 something and Logano's yeah. 30 something, but I mean, well, they're not Logano's, necessarily old. Logano's only 30, so he ain't going anywhere. Hello? Hello? Oh, you think cut out? Yeah. Logano's I didn't hear what said only. He's only 30 years old. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think Logano was going anywhere. I was just yeah. saying that he was like 30. Yeah. Logano will probably race for another 10, 12 years, but. Assuming he gonna... stays in a ride, yeah. Yeah. Even though I hate him, so who knows? Yeah, we all hate him. No it's, he's that. lucky Chase won, or I would have hated him for the rest of my life. Right. So Everyone would have. Yeah, I, w- I would never have forgave him. Well, uh, he, and... he should have had a faster car. Should have been a better driver. Uh, you know, yeah, should have been better. Uh, in other sports news, today was uh, a monumental day for female sports. Uh, the first female uh, college football player, or men's college football Power player. Power five. Power, Power five. five. Sorry, my bad. Power five women's football player played for Vanderbilt today. She got one kick uh, because Vanderbilt is awful and never scored. Uh, but <laughs> she made the most of that one kick, and it made... A lot of sweaty 40-year-old men upset. For no reason. For yeah, literally no reason. Yeah, they just they just don't want to see a female exceed. Yeah, and it's like, what? They think that Vandy, the, the football team, didn't just, like, try. They, they held a tryout and she won. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, stupid... There's also a bunch of just stupid fucking reporters like Jason yeah. Whitlock or whatever who was like, "Oh, yeah. did they not try out the men's soccer team?" And which they don't even have. Yeah, they don't. They they that they haven't had a men's soccer team for like a decade now. Yeah. Fourteen <laughs> and then pe- years. And then people are like, "Well, if she what if she kicks a field goal and like mu- someone muffs it or something, she has to run it." And they're like, "Who who cares? Yeah. When has a kicker ever been athletic or like?" Right. Like, look at the best kickers of all time. Do you think Adam Vinatieri, like, can take tackles very well? Like, I don't right. know. Like, the best kickers in the NFL right now are, like, 5'6". Like, <laughs> right. Or And a lot of them have been either, like, out, big out-of-shape dudes or small guys or, you know, yeah. none of them are traditional. Yeah, no one gives a shit if you can kick, like, as long as you have a good leg on you. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, pe- people were talking about, like, when Pat McAfee wrestled or whatever about how, like, right. NFL players are normally athletic. And it was like, they're athletic to an extent. Like, Pat McAfee's probably, like, on the more athletic side for NFL punters. But Punters tend to be more athletic just because it's a more athletic beat, Yeah, I that's feel also like. And also, I guess just, like, place kickers in general or don't have to be as athletic. But No. It's a, it's a different skill set. Yeah. Like... Punning, you have to, like, aim, like, be accurate, like, aim the ball and be able to place it in different positions. Whereas, and, like, and kick it further, too. Yeah, whereas, like, place kicking, you just need to get it down the middle and yeah. just kick it as far as you can normally. Right. You don't need to, like, try to get it between, like, certain areas or be accurate as much. Right. Which is why I love when Australian people come to America to play American football. Because sometimes punting is very fun to watch. <laughs> right. That's, Where they that's just like drop it in. 
Yeah, that is one of the bright spots of Iowa football this year is their uh, punter is from uh, the Australia land, I believe. Mm. And he is a very good uh, punter. But And good Iowa punts him. a lot. So. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> College football is really weird this year. The Big Ten is just awful. I don't know. Oh, yeah. North, uh, it, did Northwestern win or lose? They lost. Good for them. So if Northwestern loses out, like... I don't know who the uh, Big Ten... I don't know what the fuck is even going on with the Big Ten title game because Ohio State might not even play in it. They have, they, to, they have to play the next two games or they're out unless there's a massive outbreak and yeah. nobody can play. And then they cancel and then it is a 64-team elimination tournament. So Hell yeah. Um, but no, that's... So yeah, uh, Wisconsin's out. They can't play in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State can as of now, but they need to play these last two games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't. I, I guess Northwestern. They if they win one more game, almost regardless of what happens, they're in the championship game. I yeah, because they beat they beat Iowa, and Iowa's yeah. the only other team that hasn't lost more than two games. So right. So. Yeah, so if they if they win one more game, they're automatically in, regardless of what happens COVID wise. But if Ohio State is ineligible, they're they're probably already in. If we assume Ohio State is ineligible, they're in automatically, I guess. Yeah, I I don't know if they're doing West and East this year, or it's just the two best records. I, th- I think it's just the two best records. Because. Mm-hmm. I mean, Northwestern's going to win one more game. They played Minnesota and Illinois, so unless they... Well, Mi- Minnesota might not show. That's a real Yeah, that's true. Minnesota does have a lot of... And then Illinois is not good, so we'll see. But yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's weird that Iowa, as of now, knock on wood, I guess, is the only team to have... Or the only Big Ten team to play all their games, I think. Really? That's nuts. Because, like, Wisconsin, Illinois, of all yeah. Purdue... I think maybe Indiana is yeah. another one. Yeah. But at least Maryland had a couple. I think one game canceled. But yeah, yeah so Maryland does. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like Iowa and Indiana are the only two. Good for them. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's as much there as like they just get lucky because after like the next week, the team or like before their team, yeah, that they play shuts down. But I mean, <laughs> what he can do, right? And, I mean, and there th- and. It does. It does. You know, you could be perfect and still have games canceled. You know, yeah, not a single. Yeah. COVID is a mystery, and I mean, yeah, thank God for Nebraska for bringing back football. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and Donald Trump. <laughs> it's it's weird that like the two people that everyone makes fun of for bringing back football are the ones that have just been the biggest shit shows the last couple weeks. Right. I don't even know what Nebraska wanted to bring back football for. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? I, what I mean, else I is happening in Nebraska? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Yeah, but just to watch their team flounder for another season. Well, I, they thought they would be good. I don't know why they would have thought that. I, they Every year, like, for the last, like, decade, they've been like, yeah, this is the year we make the next step. And it just never is. Nope. It's longer than that. It goes back basically to the Bill Callahan era of yes, them yeah, saying, like oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, Scott Frost is just a bad coach. Like, it's not well, even like... Well, I, I think he's, he 
it's hard to not be good at Central Florida if you recruit okay. If yeah. you're just like, hey, we're the next best Florida school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, like, he's just, and it might just be because he's been, like, facing more adversity yeah. in Nebraska, but he just, like, right. shuts down, and he's really bad at press conferences, and he right. blames everyone but himself. Right. And then, like, he starts, uh, like, blaming random shit, like, Iowa the Iowa players clapping on the sideline during the game was throwing his center off or something. <laughs> right. So it was just like, and <laughs> I don't know. And also Nebraska reporters from what I've seen are just the most annoying people. On oh yeah. All football. Like the, the beat reporters. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last week when Illinois was like, thanks for bringing football back Nebraska. And then all the butthurt Nebraska fans saying right. uh, Illinois was being unprofessional, but it was just like, that's just what the social media accounts for all the teams do. I don't know what you right. expected. Like the Illinois team needs to stay classy. Yeah, like if, I, hell, the Washington football team made fun of the president. Yeah, that is fun. I mean, yeah, but uh, DC is uh, notoriously doesn't like the president. So right, but <laughs> the Washington football team probably does. Or well, their owner. The owner. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, but yeah, I, I think a lot of like the social media teams are really fun, and I think Nebraska's. Oh, yeah. Nebraska's social media team would be exactly like Illinois' social media team if they ever won a game. Yeah, if, if they else. had something to to cheer about, they'd do it. And as they should, they're a social media team for a college football team. Who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah, people get really upset about like the college student the team pays to run the account or whatever. So right. Like, it's just a, <laughs> it's just a student probably. I, d- I don't think I, I I assume it's a student. I doubt the yeah. social media teams are probably ran by like outside companies most of the time. So, yeah. no, I assume it's a student. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what other college football games were on today. I wasn't really paying attention to college football. Nothing. No, really I wasn't either. I know Michigan lost to Penn State. That's <laughs> which is, they did. Which is just embarrassing, and it it's sucks. Pretty sad, man. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I we thought last week Harbaugh wouldn't get fired just because of the season, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. They they got embarrassed by Penn State. That's that that changes some things. I think we were kind of banking on them beating Penn State. I yeah, I was kind of banking on them going like yeah. four and four, uh, yeah. and just losing to Iowa State and winning like the next two probably. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, he's not going to get fired. They're just not going to count this year. They always lose to Ohio State. Who cares? But they, they lost to Penn State. Who a really bad, a really bad Penn State. Yeah, this is the first time this season they've held a team under 30 points, I think. Yeah. And they won, which is also worse. <laughs> and last week was also bad. They went to, like, triple overtime with Rutgers. So. Yeah. Not a good look. And they're no. I, I honestly, like think that they should fake COVID for the Ohio State game just because I think it would be really funny. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> and they're not, like, what they have nothing to gain by playing the lose by 70. Right. They could play spoiler. That'd be cool. Do you do you think that, what what like, what percentage chance would you give Michigan of beating Ohio State? Mm, 0.005? Yeah, I was going to say it's less than one. <laughs> Oh well, under one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's not even really within this realm of possibility. So I think they no, should just it, they should just pack it up. Assuming you know Justin Fields doesn't get COVID, and even then, 
What are you going to do? Do you think Ohio State makes the playoffs without winning the Big Ten? You, it depends on exactly what how everything else plays out. But they'll be the four seed if they do. Because it's like if Notre Dame wins out, Bama wins out, like what? Like what are they going to do? Because I don't think Oregon's going to make it. <laughs> Did Oregon lose? I have no clue. Who cares? I don't care. But yeah, the Pac-12 wasn't going to make it anyways. The Big 12's not making it, so I don't know. Like if, if Notre Dame beats Clemson again and Bama beats everyone in the SEC again, then I yeah. don't know what they would do. They're they're out of team, so they'd have to go with with them. So Cincinnati and ways, BYU. Hell yeah. <laughs> it is kind Liberty, of Liberty, why did you have to lose to North Carolina State? <laughs> <laughs> I think the playoff rankings in general were really bad last week though. They were semi random. Like, yeah, like, Northwestern was eight. Like, I don't know why. Just because they were undefeated, I guess. But, like, they didn't play anyone. And, like, I guess they ranked Iowa 24th, who they beat, just so I guess they could put them up there. And I don't right. even know why Iowa was 24th. Like, they were 3-2, and two, and they've only beat Michigan State, Penn State, and uh, Nebraska and Minnesota. Because there are only 50 teams playing, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot it's COVID. You know, I, I put a lot of logic into things and then immediately remembered that we're in the middle of pandemic and nothing matters. Right. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's good. We got about another good hour of podcasting this week. Wow. In, insane production on our part. Uh, Dua Lipa, please DM. Always. And I hope uh, you have a good week. Um, have hope your start of your December is fun. Hell yeah, brah, brah. All right, we'll take care of this. <laughs> Bye. Bye.